It's super relevant topic this week. Isn't it always? And yes, this is again another relevant topic for this week because in this week's parasha we find mitzvah hakel, the mitzvah that happens after the Shemitah during Sukkot when all of Am Yisrael have to gather together to the Beit HaMikdash and hear the reading of the Torah, everyone together. And when you see this mitzvah in this week's parasha, it's only mentioned in a few little psukim, but even in these few little psukim, there are many, many, many questions to ask about the mitzvah. And out of all those questions, just a few of them, starting off with, first of all, we have to ask what is this mitzvah doing here? We have one more mitzvah after this of writing the Sefer Torah, writing the Torah, the last mitzvah of the 630 mitzvahs according to Sefer HaChinuch. Why is the mitzvah of Akel here now at the end of the Torah? Why is it here now when Moshe Rabbeinu is handing over the leadership to Yeshua as we see in the passage just before? Why isn't it mentioned back when we talked about Sukkot and the Shlosh Regalim, or even when we talked about Shemitah? Why is it here now at the end of the Torah? But on top of that, we also have to ask if it's such an important occasion, if it's such an important event to have all of Amisal gathered together to Beit HaMikdash. Why is it only once every seven years? Why don't we have it every year? And if you're doing it once every seven years, do it in the Sukkot when Amisal have time, the Sukkot of Shnata Shemitah, when everybody are anyway taking off from their land, they're not working, it's their sabbatical year. So do it then. Then people have time to attend. Then people have time to come over to Yerushalayim. Why do it on the first Sukkot right after Shemitah when all the farmers, everyone is back in the fields as we saw this week, the videos going around of the farmers in Israel, lighting up their tractors and going out into the fields, much say Rosh Hashanah already. People are busy now. People have a lot to do. Why over here after the Shemitah in Chag Sukkot? And again, there are many more questions to ask, but let's discuss those specific questions to try to understand what is Mitzvah HaKel all about? What is the essence of this Mitzvah? Why is it such an important Mitzvah? And why is it brought over here now at this moment in Amisel's time, just before Moshe Rabbeinu is about to die? Yeah, this is really out of context. And I think to try to understand it, we need to understand more, as you said, the Mitzvah itself. What's it actually about? Because if we think about it, what are we actually achieving here? Think about it. Every day we can learn Torah. Shemitah, definitely we can learn Torah. We read the Torah every week at Shul. What do we gain by having everyone crowded together? No one actually hears. You know what? Think of it. Think of just everyone crowding around. Think of the noise bringing all the kids. Think of the happening going on. That's how we're going to really learn the Torah. This is the way we're going to actually learn Torah and know what we need to do. Probably not. I can think of so many better ways of learning Torah than doing that. So what is Hakel actually about? And mentioning the kids, I think that's actually the most fascinating thing here. As the Gemara asks already, what are the kids doing there? Why do we need to bring the young kids, those who can't even understand what's being said? So they're going to hear the Torah being read. And what are they going to hear? What are they going to understand? Why do they need to be there? So I think the kids of all are the ones that show and teach us that the story of Hakel is not really about learning Torah, which as we said, we can do in many other ways. It's obviously something about this moment, this moment of Am Yisrael coming together, everyone with the men and the women and the little children even on the shoulders, just standing there and hearing what they could hear. What this reminds us of is Mamad Har Sinai. That's the last time we stood together, even with the little kids, every single person stood there together waiting to accept the Torah. And maybe that's the context here, because as Moshe is giving over the leadership to 
Yehoshua, he's also giving over the Torah for the first time, giving over the Torah to Am Yisrael. Now it's in their hands, and we've spoken about this, we've spoken about all of Sefer Tvarim being part of that process. And I think what Moshe Rabbeinu is saying now is, yes, I'm giving you the Torah, and you should learn Torah, and everyone's different. Everyone has different roles. There are Talidei Chachami, there are those that are going to learn more, there are those that are going to learn less. Definitely little kids are going to be learning differently than the older people. But there's something else that I want to give over. I don't only want to give over to you the content, the Torah itself, the mitzvot. I want to give you something else. I want to give over Matan Torah. Because if Torah was just me giving you the Torah, then we didn't need Matan Torah. We could have just waited for now. This is the moment when the Torah is being given to Am Yisrael. So let's just wait now. We didn't need everything that happened before, but we did. There's something about that moment. And maybe that's why this mitzvah is called Hakel. Hakel is about bringing us all together. Something else happened at Har Sinai, not the fact that we got the Torah. We didn't actually get the Torah then, but we all came together as one, ready to accept HaKadosh Baruch Hu's word, ready to accept upon ourselves a mission, a joint mission for all of us. There was no one who wasn't there. And we all saw that. None of us thought that this was more for me than for you, whether you were a Levi or a Kohen or Israel or a boy or a girl or a man or older, it doesn't matter. You're all part of this. You were all standing together. And this, Moshe says, this I don't want you to lose. And maybe this answers your other question about the timing. Because you know what the connection is between what's happening now and Shemitah? Very simple. Now they are about to enter the land. And what happens after Shemitah is they're about to come back to the land. After a year of separating themselves from the land, again, sort of being in the desert, not working the land, being in a spiritual world where they can learn and they can do other things, they're about to go back in the land. And when you're in the land, everyone's off to their own. Everyone has their own field, has their own life. People are at different places in life. There are rich people who have many fields. There are poor people who are eating from other people's fields. There are different people in different places. There are different shvatim. When they enter the land, each gets their own land. Before we all spread out, or just as we're about to all spread out, this is when we have to come back together first, all together, every single one of us, even the little children, and accept upon ourselves, even if we don't exactly hear what's being said, we know what's happening in this moment. We're all standing here together as one, accepting upon ourselves this joint mission. That's the essence of Hakel. It's reliving Ma'amad Har Sinai, reliving that moment where, as I said, we didn't even accept the Torah yet, but we stood there together as one, ready to accept upon ourselves this mission. This is what we most need just at this moment before we each spread off into our own tasks, to remember what they're coming from, to remember where they're coming from, what's driving them. That joint mission, that joint shlichut should be driving us also when we all break off into our own land, into our own place in life. Yes, really, the point here is, just like you're saying, it's not only about hearing the Torah and learning the Torah, because we do that all the time. It's on top of that, the feeling that we had in Ma'amal Sinai, the feeling not only of accepting the Torah, but the feeling of everyone together standing over there, the men, the women, the kids, everyone, the elderly, everybody is there. Everybody is in attendance in that great, great event, in that great, great celebration of accepting the Torah, of re-accepting the Torah. This is what this mitzvah is about. That's why it's called mitzvah hakel, to make the kahal, to make the gathering together, to bring the gathering together. It's not hakre, it's not reading out the Torah, it's not saying the Torah, it's about the gathering together of the people. And the purpose of it, like the Torah emphasizes and doubles down on it, Moshe Rabbeinu doubles down on it, leman yiru et Hashem, in order to have yirat Hashem. It's not only about ishmuvi medu et to read and to learn and hear the Torah, but in order to have yirat Shemaim, in 
order to accept on themselves the fear of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Yirat Hashem, Leman Ilmedu, Yirat Hashem, as the Pasuk says. This is what this great event is about. And Davka over here in Chag HaSukot, because they are already there, as the Torah says, we see in the Pasuk, they already gathered to Yerushalayim, to Mitzvat Reiyat, to Korban Reiyat. When they do the regular mitzvah of the gathering, Bebo Kol Yisrael Leraot, the mitzvah of Reiyat that we know, on top of it, Hakel Yitam, you have to gather the people together, because that's the essence of this mitzvah. That's what the mitzvah is about. And like you were saying, also bringing the kids is not only about them learning and hearing and understanding. Sometimes all what they need is to have the feeling of the atmosphere around them, to have the feeling of that great event around them. Like when you take little kids to a stadium, just to feel that feeling in that game, in that big event, so that they can feel it within themselves, even though they don't understand what's flying, they don't understand anything that's going on. They're still part of it. They still can internalize that atmosphere around them and have that great feeling of connection to that event, to what the focus of life really is, to what our life is really about. And also, as we said, this is Davka over here and now as Moshe Rabbeinu is handing over the leadership to Yoshua. And interestingly enough, at the end of Sefer Yoshua, we see Yoshua doing just exactly the same thing. Yoshua writes the Sefer Torah just like Moshe Rabbeinu wrote the Sefer Torah after he gathered all of Am Yisrael and he called to him the Skenim. He called over to him the leaders of the nation. Then he writes down the Torah and after that, he sends them each back to the Nachala, each back to their land. Just like you were saying, this is why it's happening now after the Shemitah, just before they go back to their lands, just before they go back to work in their lands, in their day-to-day life, in their day-to-day jobs, getting all busy again with life itself. Just before that, that's when we have this event in order to send them off with this feeling. Like we know, famous Gemara that when two people spend time together and then one of them leaves, the other, when they leave, when they say goodbye, they have to say goodbye out of Devar Halacha, out of a Dvar Torah, out of the Torah, that out of that Torah he is remembered. There are many explanations to that, but on a simple level, that is the taste that the person is left with as they leave, just like you have dessert at the end of the meal, to leave the sweet taste in your mouth for later on when you're not eating. The same thing here, just after the Shnat Shemitah, just after the sabbatical year, when everyone stopped their busy life and turned back to learning Torah, turned back to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, turned their lives back to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, just before they're setting back into the real world, into real life and getting busy 24-6, just before that, we have this gathering together, not only in order to learn, not only in order to hear the Torah, but also to have the feeling around the event itself with all of Am Yisrael in order to have that Yirat Shemaim, in order to get that fear of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. This is what this event is about, the gathering together of all of Am Yisrael. And you know, since we are just before Yom Kippur, maybe this is also why on Yom Kippur night, we start with a very interesting saying of Anu Matirim Yitpalel We allow ourselves to daven even with the criminals. What does it mean, the criminals? Even with the ones who had the opportunity to do tshuva throughout Chodesh Elul, throughout a Sergei Meitshuva, and they decided not to do tshuva. They didn't return. They didn't fix their ways. They didn't repent on their sins. Even though they had the chance, we allow ourselves to daven even with them. And there's always a famous question that it bothers people. This is not such a nice thing to say in the beginning of Yom Kippur. Oh, we allow ourselves to daven even with the criminals. But maybe the saying here is exactly what we're seeing here in Mitzvah Takel. Because when you talk about the Mitzvah of Akel, bringing, gathering people together in order to learn the Torah, to hear the Torah, you would expect the people who need to attend are the ones who can understand it. The adults, not the kids, not the babies, like you were saying, not the tough. But even Chazal already pointed out that the little kids have to attend because they have to be part of this celebration, part of this event for the event's sake, for the celebration's sake. Not only for them individually, not only for them, but even for the adults around them, for everyone around them. And then, of course, yes, they also get out of the event something themselves, but it's 
also about the actual happening that's going on. So the same thing with Erev Yom Kippur. When we turn to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Erev Yom Kippur and dive into HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we want all of Am Yisrael to be there together, even the criminals, even the ones that don't want to be there, even the ones that decided not to do tshuva and not to repent and not to return, even them, we want them to be there because when we turn to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Erev Yom Kippur, we want everybody with us. We want everybody to be there. Maybe that's what's behind the statement of Anu this idea of mitzvah takel, that it's about having all of Am Yisrael together, all of Am Yisrael gathered together in order to have and learn and accept upon themselves this is what Moshe Rabbeinu is teaching Yeshua now. This is what Am Yisrael is learning now just before the end of Moshe's life. Yeah, so our davening on Yom Kippur in that case is not about our own personal work. It's a joint effort of all of Am Yisrael together, just like our learning Torah in the positive sense is not about our personal effort, but it's about a joint effort as Am Yisrael. But I think this also answers something else about Aserti Mechuba, because the timing here is interesting. If it's, as you're saying, it's at the end of the Shemitah, then let's put it at the end of the Shemitah. Why are we putting it after we already ended the Shemitah and we're starting the new year? But think about it, that's exactly what we do with Aserti Mechuba. Instead of having them at the end, we should have had Yom Kippur at the last day of, you know, the last year. So that way we finish off the year, clean everything up, we fix our ways and we start a new year. But we don't do that. We start a new year, and then at the beginning of the new year, that's when we have a Sertime Tshuva. But I think this is telling us something about what a Sertime Tshuva are. Sertime Tshuva aren't about the past. Yes, we look at the past because we want to improve and not repeat our previous mistake. But Tshuva is all about looking forward. It's actually about saying, you know what happened in the past? I'm totally erasing that. I'm actually moving forward. I'm only looking forward. So therefore, a Sertime Tshuva is all about not ending off the year, but actually starting the year on the right foot. You want to start the year correctly. You want to start the year fresh. Let's really do that. Let's clean everything up. Let's start everything fresh and start the new year. And that's what we have here in Akel. It's not a summary of Shemitah. As we're about to enter back into the land, as we're already starting to enter back, we want to get it on the right foot. We want to know that part of going back into the land is not forgetting our joint mission, all of us as Am Yisrael. And maybe this is also why, and we've spoken about this, this is why we also have another version of Matan Torah just after we enter Eretz Israel. We spoke about it, Har Grizim and Harival is also sort of another Ma'amad Har Sinai. When do we do that? Not here. Moshe tells us about it here. But when does it actually happen? After we've entered. Because what we're trying to say is that the Tshuva isn't part of last year, it's part of this year. The Matan Torah is not part of the past, it's part of the future, it's part of what we're going to do now. That's what we need to remember as we come back to the land after Shemitah. That's what we need to remember as we start the new year. Wonderful, wonderful. Exactly like you're saying. This is a very important lesson to be reminded of now during the Sajjim Shuvah, Shabbat Shuvah, Yom Kippur Bezrat Hashem, and then also into Sukkot as we begin this year, Bezrat Hashem. We're out of time. We'll have to end here. We'll just remind our viewers what we discussed the past couple of years. Last year we discussed, where did Moshe actually go to? He says, Moshe doesn't say where he went to. The very famous Vort, but we discussed that in last year's video. We also discussed two years ago, later on in the Parsha, who tells Moshe Rabbeinu, you're about to die, and then Amisel will do all those bad things that you warned them about. They will end up doing it. They will end up doing Avodah Zarah. Why does the Kedush tell that to Moshe just before he dies? That's not something Moshe wants to hear just before he dies. We discussed that two years ago. We'll link that video too. And as usual, if you enjoyed this video, feel free to like it, share it around, comment below on YouTube, of course. And if you haven't yet subscribed to our channel on YouTube, please consider subscribing. Help us grow the channel and reach more people. And Shkoyach Yitzi. Shkoyach Tuvia. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Gmar Hatima Tova. And Mitzvah Shem. We'll talk again next week after.
to go get some.